it's not the identity that leads to the story, but the story that leads to the identity. Welcome to On Her Terms, a podcast that helps women nurture their unique personal power and channel it into creating a life that is truly their own. I'm your host, Krati Mehra. I think we can all agree that we are moved to determined, focused action by people and experiences that have a deep emotional impact on us. It's how movies can spark a revolution. Really great books can lead to collective transformations, cult-like following. It's how a great speech can inspire us to take massive action, create positive change, and go out there and be a part of something bigger. All of these things, the movies, the music, uh, the books, the great leaders, they all appeal to us on an emotional level. And that is what creates the deep impact. It's the emotions they stir up. And depending on what emotions they stir up, they can turn us into heroes, victims, sinners, or saints. Think about the time you have felt really driven and really focused. What led up to it? Wasn't there something very emotional and personal behind it? And all of those people who keep wondering about their purpose in life, what is my purpose? It's, it's one of the most frequently asked questions. I think it's safe to say that, right? But this question is asked only by individuals who haven't yet found something that appeals to them on more than an intellectual level, something that stirs them up emotionally, makes them want to get out there and play their part to the best of their ability. And I bet you've heard stories that support that idea. Somebody loses a loved one to cancer, they end up devoting their life to cancer research. You battle an illness and and feel helpless during that period. You grow up to be a surgeon. You didn't get the love you wanted as a child. You decide to become the best mom any kid could ever want. You have fond memories of cooking with your grandma. You decide to become a chef. We've all heard such stories. In fact, if you have paid attention in this podcast, on every episode, it's usually the first question I ask my guest. What brought you to this work? What drives your dedication? And and it's always something personal, something that they experience. That's how much power our stories have, stories that are born out of deeply emotional experiences. And when given a healthy perspective, these stories can become stepping stones to a brighter future. But sadly, if stories can drive us forward, they can also obstruct our growth. And I'll give you an example of one of my clients. She has a sick husband and a young daughter. Her husband's health has been declining for the past two years. So for quite some time, she has been in a very, very stressful situation. As soon as her husband's health started declining, she took over the business. She started uh, taking care of the business by herself. And now this business, she co-founded it with her husband. But now she has to uh, constantly battle with the knowledge that she will someday have to run the business by herself. So as we were discussing all of this, I asked her why she was so scared. And she told me that she was, and I had her write this down. She actually, I'm repeating the exact words that she wrote down. I am only a co-founder and I have only been running this business by myself for two years. So she's only a co-founder and only has two years of experience running the business solo. That's how she put it, right? Now, there's another way of looking at this whole situation. She's running a business that she co-founded 
which means that she always had the knowledge and the wherewithal to play that significant a role in the business. And she has been running it solo for two whole years. She had been looking at it as only two years when she should have been looking at it as two whole years. We move forward and I asked her to list down all the things that she had learned in her two years and all the things that had happened with the business in those two years. And it turns out that her business had actually grown during that period. She had managed to create a profit despite the circumstances. But because she was stuck on this only two years idea and the part of her identity that was that of a co-founder, she couldn't see all the amazing things that she had already achieved. And what's really funny or tragic, I think, depends on your perspective. I found out later during another session uh, that the business had actually been her mastermind. She came up with the idea and her husband actually joined the team as in a more supportive capacity than anything else. Do you see how the stories that play on a loop in our head can distort everything? This example helps you understand two things. Number one, the part of our story that we choose to focus on can either empower us or disempower us. It's entirely up to us. Number two, it's not the identity that leads to the story, but the story that leads to the identity. My client focused only on the disempowering parts of her story, so she lost her confidence, and she put herself into this menial role of a caretaker for the business, like someone who was stepping in for the real player, when really she had been the real deal all along. Stories carry emotional impact, which is why we find it so easy to accept and internalize the identities that the story creates for us. And that is why you have to be very careful of what is running through your head, what story is playing on a loop in your head. And then when you start adding other people's opinions, their perception, social norms, social expectations, limitations assigned to us based on our gender, the stereotypes, when you add all of that to the mix, what do you think is going to happen if you don't have a fiercely strong identity built on a supportive personal narrative? It's why we are so susceptible to external negativity. And the external noise, it's so heightened in our lives now because of social media and, and the way our lives are set up. Sometimes it can become almost impossible to see yourself clearly or to hear your own voice. In fact, we alter our lives because we are more concerned about what people see when they look at us instead of how we are actually feeling. We chase material goals because Instagram has us convinced that that is what it takes to create a happy life. If things don't work out the right way, we give up on our dreams. Not, not because we want to, but because we are afraid that people would judge us as lacking or, or as professional failures or whatever. Other people's opinions have such a massive influence on how we show up, how we make our decisions, the paths we choose, that it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's no wonder that we find ourselves feeling lost and confused and depressed and, and just exhausted and unhappy. And we feel that way so frequently. So the only alternative, the only option that we have is that we create a defense. A defense that's built out of your actual experiences looked at with a healthy perspective. And that takes into account what truly matters to you when you're willing to be vulnerable and get really real with yourself. Something that makes you emotional, that stirs you up, as we talked about at the start of this episode. 
And that defense is your personal story. Your story, it's, it's a consciously written personal narrative that covers everything from creating a strong personal identity to putting together a concise value system. And this story, this personal narrative will save you in more ways than you can imagine. Most importantly, it will keep you from losing your sense of self every time the external noise gets a little too loud. Hey there, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I'm taking a quick break here to remind you to subscribe to On Her Terms. Subscribing means that you get the latest episode without fail delivered to you every week. And it helps me reach a wider audience. If you haven't already, please pick up your phone and subscribe now. Let me know that you appreciate the content I'm sharing. Thanks in advance. Because when you don't know who you are, you will find yourself accepting other people's perception of you. You'll be so ridiculously vulnerable to every negative comment, every piece of criticism, true or not. And you'll let other people tell you, people who may not be in your corner, tell you who you're supposed to be. So perhaps that is the first thing we correct, that self-knowledge gap. We give ourselves a story that supports us, a story that's built on the foundation of truth. Your experiences, no matter how painful, and your failures looked at from the vantage point of a survivor, of a fighter, looked at with a healthier perspective, a perspective that is completely for you. This story can become a guide for your life. You will find it easier to make choices, to pick paths, to establish a value system, and you will never feel out of integrity with yourself again. You will never have to wonder about your purpose, how you should show up in relationships or your place in the world. And most importantly, you will know yourself so well, you will belong to yourself so completely that no one else will even get a look in unless they have an invite, of course. And that's my favorite part about having a personal story. It keeps you very grounded when things get challenging and things get difficult and especially when people attack you with with their ideas of who you are or who you're supposed to be. Now let's talk about what a personal narrative is and you can use this as a framework for when you create your own. Now your life story or your personal narrative is basically like any other story, but you are the main character. It's made up of facts, emotions, perceptions, the whole shebang. You use every experience you've ever had to create the story and you can go as far back as you like. So maybe you start with your childhood because a lot of our adulthood is connected to how we were treated as a kid. So you take all your experiences, you write it out, and as you do that, either before you do that or after, you create a life vision, maybe a list of goals or just a visual of the kind of life you want in the years to come. Then based on those goals and the person you want to become, you go back to the memories, experiences, past events that you put down on the paper previously to create a story. And you use all of that to create a story that supports your growth, that is in alignment with the life vision that you've set out or chosen for yourself. Basically, you get all the the information on a piece of paper, everything that that has ever happened to you, all your experiences, failures, the accomplishments, everything. And on another piece of paper, perhaps you have your life vision, what you want out of life going forward, what kind of person you want to be, what kind of relationships you want to have. And then you use this life vision as a guide to shape 
your story. You go back to all the other information that you put on the other piece of paper. And from that information, you, you are going to create a story for yourself. But that story will be molded in a way that it supports the life vision that you put on that other piece of paper. Okay, it has those two things have to be in alignment for your story to actually serve you. You can refer to the example that I shared of my client. She viewed her experiences, the things that were happening to her in a light that was creating an identity that was completely out of alignment with the life that she was going to have to live someday, which was what was creating all of that fear and all of that stress in her life. Every experience has a number of perspectives. You have to choose one that serves you best. It's like how some people think failures are teaching moments that are actually vital to the achievement of our goals, while there are other people who believe that they are indication that you are on the wrong path, that what you're aiming for is actually not meant for you. So you choose the perspective that's healthier, that serves you best. And the story that you create is obviously, it's going to be very detailed. It's your entire life story. So it's detailed with everything covered in it from your daily routine to your relationships and who you are in those relationships. And most importantly, as you create the story, you also need to create a value system because every character has certain values, right? Values that guide their choices. I will tell you now that this process is by no means easy and it takes a lot of time and This story will, of course, grow and change as you grow and change. And it is something you will work on constantly. But in my experience working with my clients, I can tell you that after you've spent a few weeks doing this work, you're going to start enjoying it. And you're going to start feeling the very positive impact that it will have on you, which in itself will become such a huge incentive for you to maintain the habit. So just... Try it and keep at it. Don't give up uh, if the initial stages are a little more difficult. And yeah, it's going to get really emotional because doing this will open up old wounds. Uh, You will be bringing up a lot of painful memories. There is no other way around it. But you need to remember that emotions are the ultimate power tools. And you need to wield them in your favor. So just make sure that whatever you dig up, you look at it through eyes of self-compassion and self-love and you weave all of those memories, all those experiences together in a way that serves you. I think I've said that a lot during this episode. Uh, I will also say that as you create the story, don't ignore your failures. Instead, use them as contributing factors to the woman you are today. And don't play up your achievements Use them as balancing factors to your failures. The failures keep you grounded and the achievements keep you believing in your dreams. And be very deliberate and very careful about that process. Because in life, when we are depressed and upset and we try to remind ourselves of our achievements or someone else reminds us of all that we have already accomplished, we're very quick to dismiss all of those things. Because we are feeling so disillusioned with life, with ourselves, we dismiss all that we have already done as maybe luck or as a one-off, and we keep recounting our failures in those moments. And it it almost seems like that the failures overwhelm the, the good in our life. But if you've already done the work of creating a story, a personal narrative, you are able to maintain perspective as you go along. It almost becomes like a framework. And honestly, I can keep talking about it. (laughs) In fact, I think I'm repeating myself now. So the last thing I'll say here is I want you to actually write this down. Don't type it. Grab a pen and a paper and write it down. 
you can transfer it onto your computer later keep updating it on there but when you do make additions do them first by hand why because it gives your mind the chance to really process everything there is a deliberation to this work when you write it out it's not some impulsive emotional outpouring that's different you do this work very mindfully and you do this to serve you not just to make yourself feel better and if you feel a lot of resistance doing this process i want you to get some distance from the story and everything uh, you are putting down on the paper and one way to do that is to create an alter ego or you can create an entirely different person or a character and in doing so you write your life story as a story and if this work still seems too hard reach out to me and i will help you through the process it is a huge part of my coaching and really it's work that i thoroughly enjoy so i really hope that this episode sends you on an inner journey and it provokes you to do some deep introspective work grab a pen and write down a new story for yourself i really hope you do that That's it for today's episode. So did you love it or did you love it? Thank you for joining me today and sharing your time. If you're eager for more, head on over to onhertermspot.com for show notes, guest information, downloads and more. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, ask questions and share your struggles with other powerful women, join my intimate community over on Facebook. The link will be in the episode description. Until next week, this has been another episode of On Her Terms podcast.